Rook worked his fingers out, reveling in the stretch of fabric across the backs of his hands. His nerves tingled beneath his gloves, palms itching in anticipation. It had been too long since his last job. Hell, years since he'd coaxed a lock open or tumbled a safe, and his teeth ached from the excitement. After sex, and Rook could make a good argument that sex still ranked second, stealing was the closest thing to reaching nirvana as someone could get. Or at least it had been before Detective Dante Montoya entered his life. There could be no thoughts of the sexy, handsome Mexican-Cuban detective. Dante Montoya was a distraction on the best of days, but deadly when trying to negotiate through a job. The last two months of Rook's life were more an emotional roller coaster than steady climb. His world teetering just out of control, with Dante's uncle coming to work with him, his shop, Potter's Field, reopening, after being shot up by the cops, and the sudden but not unwelcome presence of one slow-eyed, smoked, honey-voiced cop in his bed was enough to make any man crazy. But toss in the devastating gutting of his diamond-stashed nest egg, and Rook was about ready to pull his hair out from the stress. Besides, he had a job to do. He missed the jobs, missed the rifling through other people's things and picking out what he wanted. It was the ultimate hunt, a slithering into the dark spaces behind people's lives and digging his hands into the things they wanted to keep secret. There'd always been something sexual about piercing someone's security, then seducing a house or business to lay itself open for him, ripe and plump for the taking. Walls needed coaxing, a bit of flirtation and slyness before they whispered their acquiescence. The house he was in needed no such seducing, not really. He'd taken four weeks to prepare for the job, training hard to regain the flexibility he'd let go after his retirement. The overstretched limberness needed to slide into tight spaces wasn't something he'd planned on worrying about when he plotted out his new life. A twinge along his right thigh was a quick reminder of how far he'd let himself go. His muscle mass and core strength hadn't changed, he'd seen to that, but his flexibility had gone to shit. Four weeks of careful stretches and insane yoga classes got him close to where he'd been before he'd thrown it all away, but Rook wondered if close was going to be good enough. The two-story house was a modern glut of glass, polished off-gray wood planks and sleek white walls, a stark assault of bleached squares and rectangles perched solidly on a broad cliff face, its enormous greens spotted with small clusters of gardens and odd statues. Its mostly glass western-facing walls promised a stunning view, probably as breathtaking as its price, like many of the houses on the hills, it was bristling with attitude, an aloof structure protected from the general population by high walls and spiky plants, menacingly clustered and too thick to walk through. Sitting on the edge of a cliff meant no back wall was needed, or so some idiot probably thought, but it was nice to see the city below without the blur of a transparent plexiglass barrier used on most of the surrounding hillside homes. To Rook... The house resembled random sugar cubes some god dropped from the sky when making its morning cup of coffee, and was possibly the ugliest place he'd ever seen. A single step into the house and he'd be crossing back into his old life. Rook didn't know if the risk was worth it. 
everything could crash and burn, leaving him picking up the pieces of... What, he didn't know, but something. His stomach clenched with both anticipation and dread, and he longed to pick the locks on the far door, then empty out whatever the owner of the house stashed inside his hidey holes. His nerves jangled, keening for him to make up his mind, to go back to his old life or turn around and go on with the one he'd found. If only the empty Ark of the Covenant prop in his West Hollywood warehouse didn't mock him. He needed that kind of security, in case everything went to shit. There wasn't anyone he could count on to bail him out of life's messes. He couldn't be certain of anyone. Not just yet. Maybe even never. And Rook needed to know he had a safety net he could count on.